Welcome to this week's episode of Serving the Community Podcast. Each week, your host, Trisha Stutzel, is highlighting people and organizations in our communities that are serving through volunteer work and giving back to make our community, country, and even the world a kinder place to live. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Serving the Community Podcast. My name is Trisha Stutzel, owner of Results Extreme Business Solutions and founder of this podcast. I'm really excited about our guest today who was introduced to me from another guest, and he is the chairman of the board for Family Promise of Clear Creek, Ryan Kirksey. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Trisha. Good morning. Happy to be here. I'm so glad that you came to join us today. So as the chairman of the board for this amazing organization, I'm sure you have lots of duties and we're not going to talk about all of those amazing duties that you do out there. But I do want to dig into, you know, your background and how you got engaged with this organization. Yeah, so it came to me, um, pitched to me from um, some of the shepherds at our church. Um, I've attended Southeast Church of Christ for a number of years, and a number of our members were on uh, a previous iteration of the board, the Family Promise of Clear Creek, and many of them were rolling off or were looking for uh, newer members. And so this was as the as the organization was just getting restarted uh, about six years ago. And so I'm now getting close to the end of my sixth year on the board, but was connected through my church because our church has been for a number of years, one of the partner host churches that, that uh, works with Family Promise of Fair Creek. Excellent. And serving as a board member is such an important job. Uh, so many of these nonprofit or not-for-profit organizations out there are always looking for board members. And it sounds like as you get to, you know, kind of your tenure, uh, there may be some options for folks who are interested in serving uh, as a board member. Absolutely right. And as a matter of fact, we're in, going through that process right now where we are looking into our community Clear Lake, League City, Clear Creek, Friendswood Community, trying to um, identify some candidates for uh, for our board. We sort of have a rotation where there are a number that um, of our group that rolls off each year. And so we're all constantly looking um, at members of the community who have a certain passion and also a certain set of skills to hopefully uh, come in and help you know, provide some new blood and new, new thoughts and new new vision for the program. Yeah, absolutely. And I failed to mention Gail Nelson, the executive director for the organization, who is the one that introduced us. And um, certainly, if you know Gail, I know a lot of people who listen to the show do. And if you're interested in uh, participating as a board member or even as a volunteer, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, um, certainly reach out to Ryan and or Gail, and they can give you the um, the inside scoop on how you can help. So let's talk more about the organization and Family Promise of Clear Lake. Tell me um, who, who you're serving um, and how those people who you're serving are benefiting. Yeah, so Family Promise of, of Clear Creek exists to serve exclusively homeless families. Uh, we all have exposure in some way uh, with with homeless individuals and those that we see that are they're homeless, but we serve just homeless families. And so what that means is 
either a family unit that consists of parents and children or a single parent and children, or even um, an expecting mother um, who could come into the program if they uh, meet uh, the certain qualifications. So we wanna make sure that we provide an opportunity to keep those families together. There are plenty of shelters or organizations that might say, okay, the children need to go to this stage, the parents need to do certain thing here. We wanna make sure that we do everything that we can to keep those family units together. We believe that as we move them in a path to sustainability, that connection that they maintain and sort of the, how they can develop and work through this together will make them stronger as, as they move on. Yeah, and so important. One of the messages that I took early on when I first met Gail is that it's about keeping the family together. There are so many families that are split up when they go into these shelters because interestingly, not all shelters are created equal uh, and they'll take the men of the family as well as the, the boys and put them in one shelter and then the women and the, um, the female children uh, in another shelter so families aren't able to stay together. And I love your organization and how they are able to keep these families together. One of the uh, parts of the organization that I find very interesting too is getting these, um, not only getting the homeless sheltered, but also giving them the skills to get back into the job market. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so what we like to do is think of it in terms of a graduation. We don't just shelter them for a temporary period of time and say, good luck, you know, after three months or six months. It's, we want to put you on a path to sustainability. We often describe it as a, as a hand up and not a handout. We're not just giving charity and saying, again, good luck and and God bless on your way. It is we want to develop certain skills within you and within your family so that you can be more sustainable moving forward. So that means a couple of different things. It means for the adults, they're going through, if they need employment, they're going through interviewing skills, they're going through, uh, they're going through programs of how to help them write a resume or help them look for a job. They're also going on more of the, the personal side, financial planning, budgeting, how to uh, plan for the future in terms of finances. Um, and, and so we're trying to provide a holistic view of what it means to not only have sustainable employment, but also take that and be able to provide for your family over the long term. Um, there, there are plenty that, that we've seen that um, they can find a job, but then if things don't go the right way or they just stumble back into bad habits, they can fall right back into the, the to what they were doing before. So we want to put them on that path where they don't fall back into that, that cycle again. Yeah, I love that. So Ryan, tell me a little bit about why this organization is so meaningful to you. Why six years ago you decided to get involved and you've stayed involved all of these years? Well, primarily for me, so I, I grew up and still live in the community. I grew up um, as a child in Clear Lake. I've then lived in Friendswood, now live in Lake City. So when I was looking for volunteer opportunities, it was about what can I do that stays in this particular community. Uh, there are plenty of places where I can and do get involved that, that look broader, either in the larger Houston area or around the world. But this is something that I know that's making a difference in the specific community in which I live. And so that's why I've stayed for so long is I can see the results I actually have people who have graduated from the program who now attend church with me. I have a family that's in my small group at church that are graduates of, of Family Problems of Clear Creek. So it's not just been about what can I do to help lead and manage an organization, but then what relationships I can develop and maintain 
after that. Um, and so being a part of the community and the community-based organization has really helped me to achieve that. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So let's dive into the meat and potatoes of today's talk, which mm -hmm. is really how do people get involved? So we talked about the opportunity of maybe serving on the board right. uh, and many people look for those opportunities. I heard another opportunity pop up as we were talking, as you were talking through um, ways that the organization helps families. Yes. I believe that there are some opportunities to volunteer in that space of helping families. Yes, and we, our organization, like many nonprofits, would simply not exist if not for the help of the many volunteers we have. We have, I think on our roster now, over 850 people that volunteer wow. in some capacity uh, for that. And one of those, the very significant uh, ways that they volunteer is through those classes, though the giving of their time to help them learn different sets of skills, learn different things that can, that can help them be more sustainable and more successful moving forward. So yes, we are constantly looking not just for people that can provide those for adults, but also can help provide some of the basic fundamentals of those for kids, for people that can help watch or babysit kids while the adults are in their evening classes, right? We we move these families together. And so that means when the parents are engaged in something else, we need something to assist with the children. Um, and so that's a really fundamental way that people could, could get in touch with us to, to volunteer is, is in a way to help train these families and help grow their, grow their sets of skills. Now, I would say the largest piece of the pie of our, of our volunteers come through how uh, they work through the churches because what our model does is it allows them to go week to week to a different church and they are sheltered at that church. And so that means a couple of things. It means we need people to stay there with them overnight, be hosts for these families. We need people to provide meals for them in the evenings and maybe, you know, make a breakfast that stays until the morning or pack a lunch for their kids. Um, and so we have a number of people that through these uh, through these churches that we partner with that are volunteered that way. Um, and then we have people that come in, you know, we have uh, community organizations or Girl Scout troops or others that come in and, and provide service in some way, whether it's in through taking the families to an activity or helping them learn a certain, uh, you know, learn something that maybe new that they could use in the future. There's just a number of ways that people can get involved. And it, it, no matter what your skills are or what your, your background is, we can find a way for you to contribute somehow. Yeah, I love that. Well, and you were talking about uh, Girl Scouts when I'm thinking, you know, Girl Scouts, Cub Scouts, anybody who is a uh, den mother or den dad, if you will, what a great way to earn a badge, right, for these troops, really get out into the community, do their community service, understand what it means to help somebody in the local community. Right. And I promise um, you, we will, we will find a job for you. If you need <laughs> <laughs> we always need volunteers in these organizations. Well, I'm thinking about, um, you were talking about, uh, you know, teaching these families about finances. So having someone who maybe is a financial advisor that wants to volunteer back uh, what a great skill um, or helping with interview skills yep. and helping these candidates get ready for a job so there are so many ways that people can get involved and volunteer in this space so I happen to know secretly not really secretly <laughs> you guys have a big event coming up yes. one of your biggest fundraisers coming up this weekend yes. so let's talk about that 
Yeah, so November 13th, this Saturday, we have, this is our, our major annual fundraising gala uh, that we do. This year, it's a Lakewood Yacht Club. Um, it starts at 6 o'clock p.m., and this is always just a fantastic event. This year, something different and new and, and I think really exciting that we've added is um, there's a gentleman by the name of Phil Stacy, and if you've heard that name before, it's because he was uh, advanced pretty far in one of the seasons of American Idol. He um, is a fantastic performer, and since his time on that show, has gotten very involved with Family Promise at the national level, and often volunteers his time, and is going to do the same for us to go and provide a performance. So he's going to be there uh, Saturday evening at our our gala. We have tremendous number of items that have been donated by the community for our for our auction we have uh, i think we're getting close now to 200 people that are that are attending um but we'd love to have in any way that you can whether it's it's in your in attendance or you can go online and contribute through any of the the auctions we'd love to have your involvement in some way excellent so you still have tickets available for dinner there might be a couple we are it's sort of the, this a scarcity syndrome where uh, there might only be a few left okay there's only a few left and uh the website is ccfamilypromise.org and you guys have a news and events place out there where folks can go and um see how they can get involved in that particular event how exciting i'm thinking you know i think i might be around lakewood uh this weekend mm -hmm. and i'm that's why i was asking about the tickets i may have to go <laughs> grab those last two tickets that you yeah. have out there go to the website um, contact contact gail nelson they'll be able to direct you to, to exactly what we have and what's uh what's still available fantastic and it, you guys also have a volunteer form i believe out on the website so again ccfamilypromise.org uh forward slash volunteer where you can go out and um find the information that you're looking for and how you can get involved in this organization are there is there anything that we didn't talk about ryan that we should have talked about that we really need to touch on well i think probably the most important thing to consider is people think about our community being quite affluent and it is it is a very affluent community i think those that are that live here and those that have been involved with the clear creek area for some time would realize that but i think people don't realize is that just the clear creek school district they identify over two thousand children last year as homeless and then there are and then we add to that in the areas that we serve the friendswood pearland dickinson part of galveston county so all those areas combined we're talking about every year more than three thousand children that are identified as homeless again we think about homelessness and we think about the guy we pass on the street but these are people who are families just trying to stay together uh that you know, they're they're living at a friend's house or they're in their car or they're at the YMCA or they're at some place where they're just trying to figure out their next steps. And we don't often see, you know, if you have a, a classmate, or you have someone you work with, you don't often see that. You know, we often get people who come in who are uh, they're a bit ashamed, they're a bit embarrassed of what's happened and, and they're just looking for a way to get back on the right the right path. Um, so if you're thinking to yourself, well, homelessness doesn't really exist in this area. I'm here to tell you that that's not the case. There are plenty of ways that you can help. There are plenty of people that you can serve and it exists, it is real. You know, we hope to one day go out of business because the homelessness doesn't exist in this community anymore, but we, we want in the meantime to serve as many of them as we can. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as you talk about the community, we all think of it as being affluent and it's, 
it appears that way on the surface and either we're not we're not looking deep enough or so many of them are hiding right as you said maybe embarrassed and and don't don't want to come out and ask for help and um there are organizations out there like family promise of clear creek who can help these families in need and i think it's just you what you guys are doing is so important and ryan i appreciate you serving for so many years on the board and hopefully we can drum up by this podcast to drum up a few more board candidates is there a particular should they reach out to gail or to yourself uh for the board positions that you're looking to fill uh but both are equally fine um gail and i are, are taking the charge right now of, of forming a, a board committee to help uh what we call Put, put the nominations in for new board members. Um, so we'll be doing that in the course of our next two board meetings um, in November and December. Um, so whether Gail or myself, we're happy to, to talk to anyone. And always we're looking for a diverse set of, of uh, backgrounds and, and skills. We have a lot, of, a lot of things we can do in our community. And so we're constantly looking for people that, that can serve in a variety of ways. Awesome. I appreciate you being on the show with me today. I hope that your event this weekend is amazing. And Phil Stacy, wow, how awesome is that, that you guys have him um, for entertainment at the event this weekend. Again, it's at Lakewood. Go out to um, the Family Promise website so that you can get more information. I will also post that in the show notes. So all you have to do is point and click. Ryan, again, thank you so much for being with me today. Yeah, Trisha, it was a great pleasure. Thank you. And that concludes this week's episode of Serving the Community. 